Uh, hello, everybody. Oh, wait, I should make sure I'm recording. Girl, that was... Oh, one of my favorite things, too, about some of the B-roll he filmed when you called me that one day, and you are so... I did not have you on speakerphone, but you are so loud that the camera picks up everything that you're saying through the phone. <laughs> it I want... was almost as if I had you on speakerphone. I was like, this bitch is so motherfucking loud. I want that footage. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto, and joining me is... Ah, it's just Shay Kool-Aid today. Hey, Shay. Hey, bitch, why you gotta say it like that? Girl, it's just you and me today. Have we ever had a just a you and me show? No, which I kind of feel like this might get us in trouble. Because <laughs> we might forget that this is for the purpose of a show, and like we're not just talking bullshit over the phone. This is gonna be a heavily edited program, I'm sure. Um, so if you are all wondering why the production sounds so bad uh, this uh, time around, it's because Shea kool is on phone. I'm Chicago. phoning it in like I do every week. Yes, because whenever they're, they do it in Chicago, they do it at Lucy's place, and uh, Lucy isn't in chicago and funny enough lucy is in la right now and she's not oh my god she's in la why isn't she doing this show then <laughs> you know can we not talk about it no i don't think we should ever talk about it <laughs> all right i'll leave that one be but you know how I feel, girl. So Lucy is uh, not, she's in LA. She is in town doing another project. And uh, so she cannot join us. And so it's just going to be you and me, Shay. Hi. Yeah. And she's on the phone. So we, just the girl. So we apologize uh, for the uh, poor production. But hey, I'm, we also apologize for the poor show. So happy 420, Shea Coulee, belated 420. Yes, yes, yes. Girl, what did you do for 420? Did you celebrate the holiday? Um, I mean, like, I celebrate the holiday every day, so it wasn't that it was, like, super <laughs> special. I mean, I didn't really have the opportunity to get, like, super duper blazed because I had a show Monday night. It was uh, Tranica's uh, surprise birthday show at Scarlet, so... I was, like, you know, busy doing a lot of things, so I maybe smoked, like, two balls, and that was it. Oh, yeah, that bitch threw herself uh, a surprise party. Is that what I is that what I saw on Facebook? Yes, yes, ma'am. She's so basic. You didn't even play kickball with the 420 folks that usually play uh, kickball? First of all, like I said, I had a show, so there were things that I had to do. I was not <laughs> going to take my black ass all the way out to fucking Logan Square to play some kickball. And get dirty and have to come back and like finish with my work. No, girl, I didn't have that time. Also, it was cold. Remember? Remember? It got canceled because it was cold. Oh, really? Oh. Do you remember? Yeah. I, I believe that there was one year when you were not as busy of a drag queen where uh, you went and played and then you had a gig that night. I believe that. Look at how, look how you've grown, Shay. Yes, yes, I did. Actually, yeah, last year I I played um, and then went to the gig uh, right after, but I was not in the mood to do that. <laughs> and also, I, I've i been, in, or the last week I've been in drag like almost every day, so I wasn't really like 
particularly prepared for this show ahead of time, so I needed to use that day to get my shit together. Like you said, I'm busier than I was last year. Oh, is that what it is? You're just clowning around at different bars and stuff around Chicago trying to act all famous. Trying, my bitch. (laughs) I'm not... What are you saying, God? Yes, I am trying to act famous. (laughs) <laughs> because i'm a firm believer i'm a firm believer in um adler's theory of psychology in which he says that they're like freud believes that they're like people that are affected by their childhood and they never grow out of stages and the person that they become uh is relative to the child that they were in their upbringing and adler his theory is that there are certain people that kind of like project their like ultimate self in the future and then spend their whole life trying to live up to that 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 ultimate self and see i've always wanted to be famous so i have to pretend now you know in order to try and get there yes girl story of my life i tell everyone i'm a celebrity and my head uh first and foremost like i believe it (laughs) that's how you have to be (laughs) so well 420 in california was off the hook queen i have to say you know, I. I'm so excited for you. It was I, amazing. I saw, I saw your pictures of all your goodies and treats and shit. I was like, like she needs help being any dumber than she is already. But I know you should really follow me on Instagram, everybody. It's the Tony Soto Show. You should look me up on Instagram. I'm a good time, uh, but I'm a lazy person. You know what I mean? Like I'm a lazy person, and uh, I have, I live directly above. A dispensary in my neighborhood and i've been here for seven months now and i've never ventured out to go to any other dispensary you know what i mean and i feel like i feel like my dispensary is uh a little pricier because a lot of dispensaries here in california are just dispensaries so when the federal government wants to get involved and shut them down uh, it's very easy just to like destroy a whole major operation. The dispensary below me, however, uh, sells cigarettes and shit like that as well, and like sodas and stuff. So it, there's other income coming in. So they've never been shut down. So I feel like uh-huh. because of that, they're like, hey, uh, we're gonna we're gonna charge uh, a lot of uh, money, a lot more money. Well, girl, I went out and joined a whole bunch. uh, I joined three different dispensaries uh, on 420 on Monday, and I got so much weed. And last night, I feel like I was in a this morning, I woke up with a weed hangover. Like, I haven't had a weed, you know what a weed hangover, you feel like you kind of have that uh, heartburn, like that that salty taste in the back of your throat, because you know you probably ate too many snacks before bed. Um, Oh, girl, that's never happened to me before. (laughs) I don't believe you. Uh, But so, I have... Um, You you ain't got to believe me, but you know how I don't really do well with edibles, so it's not something that I really indulgent well see the edibles i'm not really a big edible person either but uh i did have one of the edibles last night but i did smoke enough pot where i needed to go to the grocery store and buy uh edibles from there like uh brownies and a pint of ice cream so <laughs> oh okay okay so those, okay gotcha 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 you see I, what i mean girl you I was see like, damn she has a lot of edibles no girl no like muffins like fucking loaves and shit oh no they, they listen i have i like have a cookie i have like a little coffee cake like I, and i don't know if i'll eat them i don't i mean I, i'm sure someone will eat them anyway 
I digress. 420 was awesome. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of weed right now. But let's move on oh to... Oh, my God. Yeah, I did eat at White Castle. That did happen. White Castle? Yeah, Love girl. There was... Well, that that happened, like, after the show. And we were all really hungry. And we came back to my place, me, uh, Kimchi, and... Um, Victor and I was surprised we talked Victor into getting White Castle because you know that bitch never eats out. Uh, wait, but you all had Nicole Page Brooks in Chicago, didn't you? Yes, we did. She was in uh, for the uh, Berlin Drag Matinee, and she was also um, here uh, on Monday. By far, one of my favorite all-time queens who I don't feel got her just desserts during RuPaul's Drag Race. What season was she in? Two. She's in season two. She and she has actually been on this show before. So go through our SoundCloud and listen. It was actually the last show that I did in Chicago, and she was a fucking hoot. And she works for joints. So like that's how easy that bitch is. <laughs> uh, no, Tony. She worked for a blunt, and she smoked that whole motherfucking thing by herself. She sure did. And then what did she do? Then what did she do? She asked for another one, girl. I was like, bitch. Girl, you should have seen her on Monday. You should have seen her on. Monday. Monday, that bitch, she smokes blinds like they're one hitters. I never, ever, never, ever seen a white bitch go in so hard on some blinds like that in my life. But that's that Atlanta lifestyle for me. You see, they buy by a different color down there than we do up here in the north. Well, girl, I was just like, we ain't got no contract, and what we agreed on over the phone was one damn blunt. I think one of my favorite things about her is she loves razzing people. Like that, you can tell that that's where she gets her enjoyment from. And after the show on Saturday, we went out and we were uh, at Roscoe's and. Um, there's a gaggle of queens, you know, and so you have a lot of these suburban people just trying to be like, can I get your picture? Can I get your picture? And this one boy asked her, he was like, uh, can I get your picture? And she's like, what's my name? And he's like, I don't know. I don't live here. She's like, I don't live here either. And he was kind of like, okay. So he, I was sitting next to her and he turns to me and he's like, well, can I get a picture with you? And she goes, what's her name? And he's like, uh, I don't really know. And she was just like, well, you ain't going to get a free picture with a bitch that you don't know. She looks at sick name. She's just like, you're going to buy her a shot. And she made this little twink. She like literally sat there, stared him down, like very RuPaul and Pearl style, gentleman stare down until he buckled and bought me a shot. Miss Nicole Page Brooks. She is a, like, that's brilliant. That's brilliant to me. That's, <laughs> She's a down bitch. Because She's a that's, down bitch. that's true. And that's something that happens. Like, no one cares who the actual cross-dresser is. You know what I mean? Like, like let, remember right. when we would go around for Pride and stuff, and we did Pride Fest, and we're, we're walking down uh, the strip? Like, no one gave a shit. They don't know who I am when they ask. They just want to take a picture of the cross-dresser. Yeah, and I just love that Nicole Page Brooks was like, who am I? Like, seriously. Because you know what's going to happen? You're going to put that photo on Instagram, and you're going to say, me with some drag queen. And fuck that. I want recognition. You know what I mean? Hello. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so, what did that? What kind of shot did that twink buy you? Oh, we were at Roscoe, so I asked for Fireball, but Roscoe got is that cheap ass Roscoe, bogus. So they only have Fire Eater. Yeah, not and even. So they tried to pass that off to me like it was a Fireball shot, and I took that shot and knew immediately, and I was like, "What the 
fuck is that that you just gave me? Like, how cheap are you that you can't get Fireball? Scarlet fucking has Fireball, and Scarlet's barely a bar. And I love that Scarlet is Fireball's biggest account in all of Illinois. That's. <laughs> do you hear that, Roscoe's, with your fucking Fire Eater, whatever the fuck that is? It's awful, by the way. It's awful. Like, it doesn't even... It is. Fire Eater is awful. It doesn't even... It's like drinking cinnamon mouthwash. Yes, girl. And I'm I don't... actually pretty positive that it's cinnamon mouthwash <laughs> that they're passing off as real alcohol. And they don't chill it there, right? Oh, no. See, girls, <sighs> get Fireball, all right? You cheap-ass motherfuckers. Yeah, get Fireball. I mean, you can afford all those drag queens. The least you could do is fucking uh, get some Fireball for your regular customers. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I'm not a regular customer. So no, I know. I was going to say, it's a little strange that you said that you went to Roscoe's, girl. Well, they, we were, like, bar hopping, and I was looking cute, so I was just like, oh, why not? <laughs> anyway, well, you know what? Let's take a break. I think that we have uh, gone a full segment. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have our RuPaul wrap-up. We'll be right back. Marky Mark is a classic. <laughs> Tony Sotomayor. <laughs> when you're in a bar long yep. enough to shame a twink, you have been in that bar long enough. We are back with... The show, me and Shay Coulee. Hey, girl. Why did you say that like a question? Were you not sure if we were back or not, girl? <laughs> You're like, we are back with the show? Or were you confused that this is a show? I, I'm always confused. Have we established that this is a show? Well, what is it that we do exactly? Girl, at this point, I just sit and talk with you and smoke weed for an hour once a week. Let's talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. So... On this, <laughs> on this week's episode, we finally got a construction challenge. I know we didn't. I, okay, well, listen. It is, it, is, it is more than what we've gotten this entire season. I've never seen them sit that's behind a true, fucking... That's true. I've never seen them behind a sewing machine since this goddamn show started, but I saw some queens behind a sewing machine this week. So on this week's episode... Uh, if you remember last week, RuPaul was like, I feel like I've made a mistake. Uh, and she was going to bring back a queen. But, oh my gosh, the producers gave us a bit of a twist. The twist was, after doing the mini challenge, which was an orange is, an, is, is the new black spoofy thing, which I don't think we need to go into. Only to say that Kennedy Davenport won the mini challenge. Uh, and then... She has the biggest jailbird uh, uh, illusion. Oh, yeah, she sure did. She had to look like a jailbird. She's the most believable one that would go to jail. That's, <laughs> that's essentially what that was. Oh, oh, do you think so, Queen? Is that what you think? I mean, isn't that basically what they were doing? They're like, Kennedy, you look like some girl that I think we've already seen. You look like you could be in oranges and black. Those ashy knees, though, she was killing me with them ashy knees. That was funny. Ashy knees and an ash, ashy chin, girl. That shit was on point. Oh, yeah, that ashy. <laughs> you can't not yep. talk about that ashy-ass chin. Like, that is what got me. So, uh, they I was like, the what are you doing? That your chin is ashy. But anyway, it must have been a rough turtleneck. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the mini challenge was won. And then, all of a sudden, the seven losers came back onto the scene. And everyone was just up in arms about it. They just couldn't take it. The twist was that... Uh, a winner or a current queen would have to team up with a loser queen and do 
an identical twin conjoined challenge for the runway. Uh, Shekulay, tell us who was teamed up. Uh, all right. We had Pearl and Trixie. We had Violet and Max. There was uh, Kennedy Davenport and uh, Jasmine Masters, Jaden Dior Fierce and Tempest. And then we had Miss Fame uh, along with, what's that girl's name? Oh, Candy Ho. And then we had Kasha Davis and Katya. Okay, girl. So uh, why, I'm going to give you the floor. Why don't you first tell me what you think about this challenge? It was interesting. Um, I love that. I, I, I really did love the concept of them, you know, trying to take the whole conjoined twin thing and run with it and create a narrative. You could tell that there were some girls that really did have like a good story going um, and really followed through with their looks. You could tell some girls did it. Some girls were excited about who they were paired with. Some girls were not excited about who they were paired with. And see, the thing is, Kennedy Davenport, since she won the mini challenge, she was the one that paired them up. Now, there's maybe like one or two people that had issues, but all in all, I thought that she was extremely fair with how she paired everyone up. That Tempest and uh, Jaden thing was kind of fucked up. I mean, but who do you put Tempest but, with? Girl, who else did she have put with Jaden? Literally, Jaden... And the thing is, too, it wasn't like she was like, okay, I'm going to put this girl with this girl. Rue was like, this girl now. Who is she with? Kennedy, this girl. Who is she with? So literally, it was just, and Rue just went down the line. It just went, it just went to show her that. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, you know what I, I'm saying? It's just I think Jada that Pierce was at the end of the line. So she was the one that got picked last. She could have mm-hmm. gave Tempest to anybody. You know what I mean? She could have gave Tempest to fucking Miss Fame. Could you imagine what the fuck would Miss Fame have done with Tempest? You know, like Tempest is a big, tall drag queen. And I, I just I just feel like there could have been but someone. Also, I think you were worked what worked, what made it interesting and what they weren't really open to do was because they were so extremely different everybody else that got paired with somebody they got paired with someone that was pretty similar you know like every person that she picked i was like i i agree i think that's the best match the thing about tempest and Jaden is a they were both the last ones left so there really was nothing left to do and they are complete opposites now if you're smart enough then you play on that and instead of being mad about it you use it as your strength and not as like you know what i'm saying well i don't think that Jaden was mad about it like i don't think that Jaden ever gave off any kind of air that she was mad about no no Jaden wasn't tempest was which i'm like girl you already gone i don't know what you're mad about i mean i think that tempest i was like a little shocked with that with tempest is that she I don't think that she should have went home first. And I don't think that she thinks that she should have went home first either. You know what I mean? So when she comes back yes. on, the, the queens were shady. Like, And I love Mrs. Kasha Davis for coming out at Kennedy being like, you haven't uh, said one fucking word to us since we got here. Like, like, and no, 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 it wasn't Kennedy, it was Ginger. Ginger tried to talk her way out of it, and Kosh was not backing down, and I did appreciate that. Kosh was like, girl, don't even try and play. Ginger was a bitch. Don't even try and play. Ginger was a bitch. Like, you were trying or something, and there was nothing that Ginger could say, because she knew that she got called out. And Ginger... And she knew that Kosh was telling the truth. And Ginger came off looking shitty in both episodes. Like, both the episode and, uh, the, the, uh, Untucked, if you ask me. I feel like... Untucked. I feel like in both, because like when she first, when the girls first came in at the beginning of the episode, 
she was her look she was looking down first looking like a beat up chola an angry beat up ginger chola which i <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was so a combination oh my god but what I did learn, I learned that Sasha Bell would not have been good. I feel like maybe she should have gone home first because uh, Sasha gave me nothing again for this challenge. And she was actually more of a yeah. hindrance, I think, than anything. Uh, she wanted to go yeah. off and kiki a whole bunch and not really pay attention to uh, Ginger, who was already losing her mind because she couldn't believe that it was even happening. But also, too, also too I, have to, I, I just have to wonder how much of that was really editing. Uh, of her behavior you you they showed like literally two shots of her being like oh girl it's good to see you hey girl what are you working on that could have been literally a total of maybe two minutes that she killed and she could have been working on it the rest of the time oh you mean sasha when she was going around yeah yeah i know i i know. yeah i felt like they were just working storyline it very well um, could have been so what it comes down to it seemed like she kept her head down and like worked to try and like help ginger but it's just like it's kind of hard to do that when it's clear that your teammate is just so mad that you're there. It's like how do you really go about trying to make the best of that situation and fight to get yourself a spot back in the competition? I did not care about anything about this show except for the fact that Trixie Mattel was back uh, on and she could fight for uh, a place back in the show. So what ended up... I mean, it was obvious that they were going to bring Trixie Brett back. I don't really think that there was any question about it, especially when... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They brought Trixie in first, and there was a whole moment. Yeah, but I don't... Trixie being there, she, like, got two jokes in, you know what I'm saying? But the thing about it is Katya and Kasha gave a fucking uh, her the run, a run for their money. Like, they were... Oh, definitely. They were definitely, very, definitely, very funny. I would say... Besides Trixie, uh, Mrs. Kasha Davis, she would be the other one that I was like, you know what? She did not deserve to go. She did not deserve to go. Absolutely. Candy should have went uh, when when she went. Um, so, yeah, that should have been. Yeah, Candy should have been gone. And I would think I totally agree. Yeah. So, I mean, and I got nervous there for a moment, but it was Trixie's moment to shine. And it was just so wonderful that it was like that Pearl sent her home, but Pearl got to bring her back. I felt it was a really big sister moment. And honestly, I watched this for the first time. I watched this at a viewing party at a restaurant in Silver Lake called Good. And uh, mm-hmm. when Trixie entered, the entire bar erupted. Like when she entered oh, the yeah. workroom for the first time uh, after being eliminated, the entire bar erupted. And it was so like, it's just like, bitch, you have, you have changed the world. People know who you are. And, but now we're looking at you really hard now, queen, like you're back and you have seven or six other girls to compete with. People will be looking at her and there will also be a target on her back. Absolutely. And like th- at this point now, it's like, uh, like, let's say hypothetically speaking, because now my my top three is, is kind of back in the running my, with Pearl being here and uh, Trixie being back and Katya being here. Uh, that's kind of mm-hmm. like what I'm going with my top three now. But uh, Trixie being back, let's say she ends up winning. Is that going to... How, how, do you think that that's going to affect the way people think about her win because she was voted off and she just came back on? No, because I think it will be a really good story her being the comeback kid. You know, because every time in seasons past when they've brought a girl back, it's always been for bullshit because they've literally sent her right home the same episode they brought her back. No one has come back when Rue has done that and lasted past that episode. Yeah, you're right. 
You're right. Uh, and it came down to the bottom two being Ginger Minj and uh, and Jaden. And Jaden, of course, did not survive a three time. Nope. Have we ever had a drag queen? Have we ever had a drag queen yet that has survived three lip syncs? No, we have not. We have not yet. And uh, I'm interested to see when that I happens. Think so. Now, do you know what I found interesting? Uh, Max is a drag queen. It was so interesting to see her in makeup finally. I know, I know. She's so nice she's so pretty. Her, like, actually painted. Yeah, she looked pretty. Like you know, when Violet finally painted her, because the queen did the queens have to paint the other their their like counterparts? Was that a part of the challenge? Yeah, it was. Okay. Uh, Violet. So they were supposed to make them over into their twin. So I think this was also. I mean, they may have like a makeover challenge as well, but this was kind of in that vein. I think that it was interesting to see Max was a drag queen and not just some girl or some boy with some uh, liquid foundation on and a little dust of powder and a eyeliner mole. Yep. But can I say the shadiest shade of all the shade? Yes. What's, what's was that? the fact that the girls had to lip sync with another bitch stuck to them. I fell out, girl. Oh, my God. I thought for sure they were going to separate them. I thought for sure they were going to separate them. And then when she was just like, when like the lights dimmed, then we was like, this is your opportunity to impress me. And the judges was like, hold the phone, bitch. I was like, uh-uh, you are not allowed to tell me these girls are going to have to lip sync with like bitches' safety pins to them. I was like, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. I, I, I honestly, like, because I love that uh, 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 Ginger Minj and um, Sasha Bell separated themselves. Girl, that would have been the first thing I did. My gag would have been, I'm like, I'm going to cut this bitch off and push her the fuck off this stage. Absolutely. The first thing, right? Because you don't want, and especially the way uh, Ginger and Sasha were connected at the boobs. Like it was. Uh, exactly. Uh, but okay. Can I just say again one more time? And I just want this to be said forever. And I tweeted him about this today. Uh, Ross Matthews. I just think that, I, I think that we can do without Carson. I don't think that we need Carson. Just get rid of him. We don't. Ross, you just come on full time. Like he's all the time. He's so good. He's so good. And and he's so great at keeping Michelle Visage in check. Absolutely. And can you never bring Leanne Rhymes back? Can you never Ooh. Yeah. Like I have the guest judges this week. Leanne Rhymes and uh what's her name? What's her bucket? Oh, Lafayette from True Blood, both of them just absolute snoozers. Yeah, I didn't even know who that was. Have you ever watched True Blood? I mean, I'm sure I've seen an episode once or twice, but you know, vampires. I'm not. He plays like this really like queeny, queeny, crazy faggot that Uh-oh. basically wears eyeliner, like half drag all the time. Like really a brilliant actor. I'm assuming they probably thought that his personality might be somewhat similar to Lafayette, the character that he plays, but not at all. He is she gay in real life? Is she gay in real life? Yes, she is. Oh, well, yeah. Step it up, queen. Like, cause that was boring to me. Like the judges were boring to me. Bring back Tamar Broxton and Ariana Grande. We never talked about how much I was living for Ariana Grande because she was living for drag queens doing her song. Remember that? Like she was. Uh, yeah, wouldn't you be? Oh my God. She, but I, I just like, I felt her excitement because she was into it. And I was just like, yeah, bring that bitch bra- back because she has good numbers for drag too. Like her songs are good for drag. I don't know if they'll 
we'll see if they bring her back because apparently she's a bit of a diva. I think that she just is in life, Queen. I just think that she is in life. Yeah, she. Yeah, you know, those. Are, that's how every, people say. You know, that she's a diva and has diva-like antics, but I don't think that Rue was very pleased because Rue was on the Andy Cohen show with Regina King. Um, they were sitting on the couch and they were getting like, you know, the hot seat where people were calling in asking questions. And one person called in and he's like, "You had Ariana Grande on your show this week." You know, there are rumors that she's a big diva. Was she a big diva when she was on the set? And Rue just was like. I'm not going to say, and that's all I'm going to say. Oh. <laughs> and so it was just so obvious that Rue was like not, you could tell Rue was not a fan of her. Oh, snap. Oh, all right, girl. Well, I don't watch that Andy Cohen show. I should watch that Andy Cohen show. Okay, well, anyway, so keep watching RuPaul's Drag Race every Monday night at, what is it, on your time? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, you could watch it or they could not watch it. Check your I mean, local listings. Yeah, we have seven more queens. But listen, my top three is firm and check. I feel good about my top three. Uh, Pearl, Trixie, and Katya. Uh, and honestly, I don't. What do you have any idea on the top three? Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm just ready for the season to be over and put in the crown a winner. Yeah. <laughs> You are that displeased. Shay Coulee is displeased. It's not, it's not that I, I, I'm, yeah, yeah, no, I am. It's, <clears throat> well, we were talking. I just feel like, I, I don't know. Well, the, I just feel like I need to get some new editors or some new writers. They need to get, they need just, to this, get. This season's been a little flat. It hasn't really had much of an art. You're absolutely right. My thing is, uh, I read a blog recently talking to the RuPaul show and saying, you feel like, uh, you have a foolproof outline like you have like that you just but after seven seasons it is old and you need to do something to uh spice it up like you need to do yeah, seven really, drag queens you know. and seven drag kings against each other like you know when uh when that model show started doing boys and girls like you need to spice it up for season eight Ew, but that's when america's next time model fell the fuck off oh well, i was like girl, i don't know i don't watch that channel that's all you, you, you oh it's fucking god awful terrible watch australia's next top model it's on fox eight it's absolutely brilliant okay before we go to break tell me uh what what would be something that you would want to see in season eight um it's hard because reality television is obviously a formula. So it's like you're trying to strike a balance of keeping something that feels really authentic, but, but it's also still really entertaining. But shows reinvent themselves every time they do a new season, girl. Like, this isn't something new. We can't, like, every show is different, I'm assuming. I don't watch a lot of reality TV, but I would imagine that, like, like I'm sure even the real housewives have evolved throughout the, the duration of that fucking show and, and those different, like... I would probably say like maybe they should start including some type of um i don't know point system to where the girls are getting rated or yeah numbers, let america vote let america like, vote. yeah and all those points add up towards the end of the competition i think that you they know, should the girls I... that have the lowest points are the ones that are in the bottom two so it's not so much like you know very subjective and like random but it's just like you can you know at this point, what if the queens rate the other queens? I don't know. No, at this point, let America vote. I think that RuPaul needs to leave Logo because they ain't got no fucking money. Go to Bravo, something rich like that. When we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. 
Need some guidance? Send us a listener letter to the Tony Soto Show at thetonysotoshow.com. Who writes letters anymore? I bet your mother does. She just writes notes. No. <laughs> On a post-it. Oh, oh, God. She's a post-it crazy person. Her office, my old bedroom, you should see it. It's just like... You couldn't put this like in a computer, girl. <laughs> you have one right there. The Tony Soto Show. Shay Coulee will not tell her mother she does this. At the Tony Soto Show dot com. The Tony Soto Show. That's right. No, I won't. When and I- we are back with the Tony Soto <laughs> Show. I am Shay Coulee, and I'm here with Tony Soto. And we have some listener questions like we do every week. And we have some really great ones. This first one I love. So let's just jump right in. Okay, Tommy? Let's do it. Awesome. So this first one comes from Stuart. Stuart says, my grandmother is 72 years old. She liked brown liquor and getting down. My 72-year-old grandmother was recently at the club. My 72-year-old grandmother ended up falling at the club. My 72-year-old grandmother fractured her hip and has to be in a wheelchair for a few months. The problem is, there's no wheelchair ramp at the club. She is now in a fight with the owners because they won't put in a ramp for her. She wants to sue. How would you all handle a very youthful 72-year-old grandmother? (laughs) Um... Stuart, I don't really know what to tell you. I mean, I feel like a. <laughs> I just am so tickled that his grandmother cannot take a few months off. I love, I love that she she wants that. to be there. Uh, she wants to be there in the chair. She wants to still feel those funky beats. Yep, girl. She's like, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot keep me away from this club. Um, I don't know. I would probably sit down and talk to grandma and be like, look. Grandma, I enjoy that you have uh, a lot of zest for life, and that zest for life puts you in this wheelchair, and then this wheelchair for a few months for a reason. So why don't you use this as an opportunity to do some other things beside the club? You could um, knit a sweater. Oh, look you at you trying to make her do old lady book. things. You're trying to make her do old lady things because she fractured her Okay, health. I mean, knit a sweater was a bad. Yeah, all those, all those were bad. All those were bad. But, like, you know, she could read a book. All those were bad. You know she what? Join a club. You know what you need to do? You need Why to did like, she find a club with a ramp? She just wants to go to the club so bad. I know she, she probably feels a certain way about this one. Well, she might but, be a 72-year-old woman who's stuck in her ways. Maybe, she, maybe she's a party animal, but she's only a party animal at specific clubs. And that's the one she likes. Don't you don't you tell this poor old lady. Oh, well, I'm sorry. If his seventy two year old grandmother came up to Chicago, the only club she'd be able to get in would be Scarlet. <laughs> well, I hope she'd be cool enough. Seriously, because every other club is not wheelchair accessible. Not very many clubs are wheelchair accessible. Well, I would hope that she chooses not to drink in Boys Town. Like I would be like, please, bitch, there are other cooler bars in Chicago. You don't need to be going to Boys Town. Okay, name them, Tony. What? Name what? The fucking House of Blues. That's uh-huh, a good see, club. There you go. House there of you Blues. Go. The first bitch would be like, ah, there's the other cooler bars in Chicago, but you never House of Blues, them, bitch. I just said 
the House of Blues. Did and you just say House of Blues, Tony? Just now I did, you stupid hoe. And that is... And no, did you just say... I'm sorry, I, I couldn't hear you. Did you say House of Blues? Yes, girl. They have a ramp. You can get in there with the ramp. Girl, if that ain't the... Of all of the establishments in Chicago, you want to pick a chain, bitch? They throw parties. Why? What? What do you mean, bitch? What? You oh, so pick a chain because, because Scarlett is to so. Make an example because, of all the better establishments because Scarlett, in Chicago, you pick a chain because Scarlett is elite because it's the only bar named Scarlett. Shut the fuck. No, <laughs> no, no, no! I was not trying to say that Scarlett you is elite because the only bar named Scarlett, and I'm sure that there are other ones named Scarlett, but there are many great establishments that are are i'm saying there are clubs with ramps all right that's what i'm saying there are clubs with ramps that's it that's a club with a ramp i have i know <laughs> so mm-hmm. she so she can get in there and they throw some good shows grandma you keep going queen but here's what i'm gonna say first go to your physical therapy and get up out of that chair <laughs> while you're in that chair queen you are at the mercy of your ageist fucking grandson you need to get back on your feet and then keep on dancing, Queen. Are you calling her grandson Aegis? I am. I think that he's. I think that he wants to. Clip, don't just don't be living in a glass house, Tony. I think he wants to clip his grandma's wings. Listen, listen. My grandmother was old. Okay, Tony. Put yourself in his situation. How Hold would on. you be with your grandma? Hold real on. talk. Real Hold talk. On, real bitch. talk. If you had a seventy-two-year-old grandma that went to the club. Fell at the club, broke her hip at the club, like such an old lady cliche, was in a wheelchair and trying to sue the club because she couldn't get in the club. Wouldn't you be like, Grandma, love, you're 72 years old. I'm going to need you to sit your ass down. Well, here's my thing. And I mean, you were the chair. Listen, of course, listen, sitting down, listen, but I'm, you listen, know, figuratively bitch. speaking, you need to calm down because uh, that's what got you here in the first place. All right. You asked me a question like 45 minutes ago, and I'm going to need you to let me answer it because, and here's what I always, the card I always play. I don't have no close fucking family. And my grandma was old in her 50s. Like, I remember going over to my grand, my mother's mother's house when she, and like, my mother was, she had to have been in her, you know, like late 20s. Like, this woman was old then. I had a great grandma who was old, old too. Like, I don't remember my elderly grandparents ever being cool enough to be like, I want to go dancing in a club. But here's what I do know. Because I don't have all that like family, like lovey dovey connection, I can tell you I'd be really upset if someone tried to tell my 72 year old ass that I couldn't go to the club anymore. That's all I'm saying. And I'm saying, Grandma, get back on your feet. But while you're in that chair, you're at the mercy. So just get better. That's all I'm saying. I see you, girl. I'll see you when you're 72 and still at the club. Girl, you better be pushing me around in my wheelchair at that club. We're finding out. Uh, we're... Oh, I'll be pushing you all right. <laughs> right off the ramp. Let's move on. God damn it. This is running. Our short show is running long. <laughs> all right. Well, this next one comes from Anonymous. Anonymous says, I listen to you sometimes, and you are right. Kids should never listen to this show. You are crude and ignorant and barely funny. Whatever made you think that you could do a podcast is beyond my understanding. That being said, you have to have more people that don't like this show. You have to have more people that don't like this show than do. How do you feel about that? Next. That's what I have to say. <laughs> Listen. You want to take the next question, Tony? <laughs> yeah, I mean, thanks for listening. <laughs> Even yeah, thanks for all 
Thanks for writing. Even, I mean, or boy, even or even even are. sometimes counts as a click. So I'll take it. Bless yeah. You. <laughs> Hello. Right. Not mad. You know. And Hope if you and if you uh, listen to this long enough through this episode to hear that you know Tony's had enough of you to uh, put your question in here. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I always I always like it when people who don't like the show write into the show because I I like it better if you don't like me and you keep listening because that I don't know. <laughs> What does that say? <laughs> right. What does that like, say? You are really like, why are you putting yourself through it then? Yeah. <laughs> you, like, podcasts are so easy just to turn off. <laughs> so, why I, are Americans a glutton for punishment? I don't I mean, Like, just <laughs> skip a, skip ahead or, or, or rewind or, I mean, but, but listen, anytime you push play, it counts as a click for me. So, thank you very much and bless your heart. I'll take the last yeah, one. I'll close it. it out. We have Jenny. She said, oh, and this is a completely opposite question. See, I put a positive with a negative, a negative with a positive. It says, this show is the best. Sometimes when I listen. (laughs) Yay. And I like it. They put their names. Like the ones who don't like us always put anonymous. I'm just like, all right, whatever. This show is the best. Sometimes when I listen, I get really embarrassed and have to take breaks. I I want to say Uh, that I she says, we I just edit those breaks out. Uh, I want to say that I love the RuPaul wrap up. When you, uh, when you had the producer on, was one of the best guests. What are you going to do when this season of RuPaul's Drag Race is over? You are loved in DC, guys. Oh, that's very sweet. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> you know, I don't. I, we we get how many weeks is RuPaul's Drag Race? Um, like what, fourteen? So yeah, you get like about. Uh, three months of it. So, so for three months, I just know that I don't have to search out for any more content. So, <laughs> this is this is yeah, this is bliss. Provided. This is bliss for me. You Easy know, what, content. You know what I hope for? I hope for an all stars. That's what I. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> give give there you me. Go. But too bad logo does not have the money. Oh Jesus! Well, listen, shake. I, I don't think all stars will happen until they get a new network. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And like, uh, and honestly, I don't mind uh, uh, Untucked on uh, YouTube, but it would be cool if they were all back together in a nice and like back to back, so you could just watch it right after. Yeah, give us our ninety minutes back, you know. Because remember, we yeah. would we would order food. Uh, you know, yeah, it, it, it feels team. it feels weird to like go through the motions and like order food and like get there and do all this and all that for just an hour program. You know what I mean? And then like yeah. whatever uh-huh. fucking cucumber bullshit show they have following it, it's like fuck off logo. Uh, and oh my god, there's people yelling and hooting and hollering outside. It's a celebration here in L.A. Girl, I love you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for doing the show with just you and me today oh it's easy it's fine girl yeah girl i mean it's gonna sound awful but at least they're gonna they're gonna get their fucking show and i mean that's no way to talk about yourself Look, <laughs> your voice is your voice there's nothing that you can do about it that's just the way that you were made and you just have to love it and accept it do you want to tell people what the fuck you're doing with your life um yes uh tonight at Face. It's myself, Kelly Lauren, Mercedes Tyler, uh, Camilla Fox, Mimi Marks, and Saya Naomi. And uh, you can also catch me this Saturday at uh, the Navi Little Cabaret. We'll be there twirling with the children. Um, I started back in the season last week. It was so good to be back. So I can't wait to go and uh, do that again. 
And uh, yeah, coming up at, uh, like next Saturday, the following Saturday and Sunday, we have Jeezy's Tube Joint, and I'm oh, really excited getting that's prepared. Fun. For right that's so fun. That's right. She's doing her first Tube Joint back in Chicago, right? Now that she resides back in Chicago, we should have her back on. I yes, love her. I love the space is absolutely gorgeous. We're going to be down in Hyde Park. It's really, really beautiful. So uh, look up Jeezy's Tube Joint on Facebook. Get your tickets. It's an all black burlesque. Uh, review, but we also have, you know, comedy, uh, uh, hip hop, uh, just a really great representation of a lot of different talents and all brown people because we need to celebrate black excellence and we don't always get the chance to do that. There you especially go. Especially in this day. There you go. And now I'm sure Lucy Wack will be back again next week. So no one fret about that. Also, just throwing a little something out there, I'm thinking about getting the Tony Soto show. Uh, phone numbers so that way you can call in your questions instead of writing them because I'm so tired of the emails. So let me know what you think about that. And until next week. Re- readings becoming too difficult for you, Tommy. Oh, girl, all these words every week put in lines that I have to say. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, but I'll be back again next week to talk to you all some more, right? Shay? Yep. All right. Well, till then. Bye. Bye. Gitchy, gitchy, ya, ya, da, girl. Chocolate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that? Wait, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the rails. I get to. I, cause, I, cause I can rail. Oh, <laughs>